Welcome to this week's episode of the Happy Gut for Life podcast with Sherry Lick. This week is a kind of a special episode because it is Halloween, which is one of my favorite holidays, and it is also the 21st anniversary of me starting the diet. If you listen to one of my previous podcasts, you'll know that I started SCD Diet on Halloween day in the year 2000. Um, So I'm going to be talking about that a little bit more. And also, today, since it's a scary day, it's the perfect time to talk about a kind of a scary SCD topic. And that is when, if you should add new foods that are outside SCD and when you should do that. So why start a special diet that restricts sugar, grain, uh, wheat, gluten, and stuff that you make all the little goodies with on Halloween? Like, why, why would somebody do that? Well, I chose that date because I did, I actually specifically chose that date. I had gotten the book, I had read it, and I think about a couple of months maybe even went by between the time I got the book and the time I started the diet. Um, and so I picked that day because I knew if I could get through that day, I could do the diet. Um, no candy in the office, no cookies, no donuts, no special lunch, no pizza, no whatever they were doing that day. And of course they were handing out candy like crazy and there were bowls of it and they brought cookies and I did not have any of it. I was actually really excited to start the diet. So that day didn't actually, wasn't actually hard for me. It was actually harder kind of as time went on, which leads to the um, subject I wanted to talk about. And that is adding foods beyond SCD. Um, so there's a couple of different things with this. So if you listen to my previous po- podcast, la- the previous episode, it was about Danielle Walker's memoir, Food Saved Me. And so in her case, she added outside foods to help herself because it wasn't because she wanted to expand the diet. It was because she found that SCD wasn't really working for her. So there is that. And that is something, if you want to do that, you should probably work with a nutritionist or somebody who knows about IBD and can do some food sensitivity um, testing and, and journaling with you um, because that's harder and that is what she did. And um, I've never done that because SCD always worked for me. I was able to have almost all foods on it. So there's just a couple of things that disagree with me and it's easy to leave out. Um, but I've always been able to do the yogurt and, and pretty much pretty the entire legal list of stuff that I like. Um, so what I'm actually going to be talking about is um, adding foods that are not SCD because you want to expand your choices. Now, um, when I first started, you know, I did the thing. I was like, I'm going to do this for 30 days. Um, then 30 days went there and I was like, okay, this is going well. I'm going to do it for at least a year. And then a year went by and I was like, everything is great. So it took me several years um, before I decided to add anything in. Um, what I see from a lot of people is, and I think it's, you know, uh, it's kind of like it can be a mistake, is that they'll go like three or four months and say, I'm doing great, I can add stuff in. I I definitely do not recommend that. We all make our own choices, but um, I really think you should be 
for me, at least a year with no symptoms. And I had kind of mild symptoms because I had already had surgery for Crohn's. So my symptoms were more, I was doing SCD more for maintenance. So my symptoms were very mild, kind of post-surgery symptoms. And so if you've had very active symptoms and they've gone away for a couple of months, it's definitely too soon to try any, if SCD is working for you, keep doing it. But when I'm, and you might be sitting, and conversely, you might be sitting here thinking, well, I'm never gonna go off SCD. And that might be true. And I, but I had thought that too, but about seven years in, I started rethinking it. So that's kind of where I wanna just help people because I didn't do well when I first did it. What happens is that you think that you are cured. Oh, I'm fine now. If, you, if, you're, if you're like me, symptoms went away completely. Like I just, I had no indication of IBD. So I'm like, well, I'm, maybe I don't even need to do this at all. And that is kind of what happened is that I decided, you know, I added a few things. I started, try, I tried to be healthy. I was like, I'm gonna add in. This was quite a while ago, so there wasn't as much um, grain-free or ancient grains. And so I was like, I was looking at ancient grains, and so I was like, oh, I'll try to still cut oats. And I know that's something a lot of people successfully add in. For me, it was the same. So and then I added millet. So I was like, those, those two things were fine. Um, it was pre-quinoa days. That wasn't really um, a thing when I first started doing it. Um, so those things went okay, and then I was like, well, maybe I can just have the occasional regular treat. And so I did that. I like I had a cupcake, or I had I had pizza, I had a sandwich. Uh, okay, every once in a while, it shouldn't be a big deal. Well, that turned into all the time, whenever I wanted. And it took a while. I would say it probably took a couple of years. And I wasn't off the rails all the time. I still tried to pretty much keep to SCD stuff, but other things were creeping in more and more often. And I started having Crohn's symptoms. Um, so I um, had a colonoscopy and they showed some very mild inflammation. This is about the 10 year mark from my surgery, which is exactly where they told me I would probably expect to see symptoms. So now I don't know, is this just something that's happening or is it because I went off the diet? Um, they wanted to put me on, I think, Remicade. I think that was the only other thing that they had at the time. And I said, I declined. I was like, I don't want to do that. Um, what else can we do? So he's like, a short round of prednisone, or it was actually endocort. Um, should take care of the inflammation, but you know, you, you know how doctors are, they're like, you're going to have Crohn's and it's going to keep coming back. But I was like, well, let me try it. So I did that, for, I think for eight weeks, but I also went back to 100% SCD. Uh, everything cleared up, totally back to normal again in a couple of months. And so I stuck with SCD for another year or two before I really started thinking about what I wanted to do if I wanted to add anything new. So that was my experience with it going wrong and, and just in regret. You know, it was actually hard for me to even admit to anybody that I had done this for a long time. I didn't want to talk about it. I felt so guilty. And like, I just, like, why would I do that? Um, I was always prided myself on 
you know, keeping myself in remission with diet and how, how could I have let it go? And I, I was ashamed and I didn't even tell anybody about it, any other people following us. I didn't even tell them for a long time, but I'm like, this is my story. It's true. And I think my experience can help other people. So finally, I started talking about it with people and writing about it. So I, I want to be open because I did these things. I can't pretend that I didn't. Um, so after a couple of years, you know, getting back in shape and feeling good again, I started thinking like, do I need SCD full time forever or what can I do? So I started thinking about doing a little reading about, you know, at this, at, by this time, paleo was starting to creep in. Um, to being mainstream so there were like started to be a lot more options um, that weren't there when I first started SCD so I started reading a lot about paleo and anti-inflammatory and so I started like carefully more carefully picking because you know you, you want to say okay well if you try something just try a little bit and then wait a few days and add it like I did that the first time around but then when it got out of control what do you do so I had to be more controlled this time and so I have a very narrow, I added plantains and that's my, like my, one of my favorite foods. Uh, Cause I had, I actually picked that because I had read articles that plantains could be beneficial for people with Crohn's. And so I was like, well, that sounds like a good idea. And Elaine um, Gottschall who wrote Breaking the Vicious Cycle had I, in the comments and I see it passed around. She kind of offhandedly said plantain chips are okay. Um, I'm not really sure why she said that, so I don't really consider them to be okay because I don't see what's the difference between that and like sweet potato chips. But she did say it, so I was like, okay, well maybe plantain would be a good place to start. And, and I ate them green, um, but I cook them. Obviously, you can't eat a raw plantain. Um, so I make chips, I use it for bread, I make a crouton, I, I love it. So that's probably the thing I eat most frequently. Um, so now I eat plantain, sweet potato, unsweetened cocoa, uh, quinoa, that's the only grain I have and that's maybe once a month. And those are pretty much the only things I eat kind of on a regular basis. Um, sometimes I buy the store-bought lentil pasta. Um, I don't total. I definitely don't recommend that for people newer to the diet because that's a heavy concentrate of beans and they were not properly soaked. You can get a good lentil pasta from Wellbees that is SCD. I would still use caution when eating that, that much beans because think of how many lentils they have to grind up to make pasta. Um, same with the lentil flour. Um, but it is a good thing to have every once in a while. It's definitely handy. It makes a quick dinner. Um, so those are the things I eat most. And I just tried uh, arrowroot powder and it's been fine. I've only made a couple of things with it because I don't really know how to use it yet. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. My other rule is that I only usually have one non-SCD ingredient at a time. Like in a, in a, in a something I prepare, like a baked good, I might put unsweetened cocoa in there or in a smoothie. Um, Occasionally, I make a quinoa plantain dish that um, both my husband and I enjoy. That's every once in a while. That's pretty much as far as I go, as far as I made more than one non-SCD item. So my point in this is that I have like a new rule. When I went off the rails before, I didn't make any rules for myself. So I was just like, well, I'll try this and then I'll try that and then I'll have whatever. 
now it's almost like a new diet for me. So it's like SCD plus these like three or four or five things. Um, I've had like a regular potato every once in a great while, maybe like a couple times a year. A regular like a white baked potato. Um, and I've bought like the uncured turkey pepperoni like once or twice <laughs> to make on pizza because I just really wanted some pepperoni. So I think it's a matter of you, you need to make the best choices you can. I think for a lot of people it's like, oh, going off the diet, well, I'll have a total cheat meal. Um, I don't really, I, that's what I did and it didn't end up well. So I don't recommend that for one thing, if it goes okay, that's, and this is what happened to me, when I first started eating that stuff, bread, a cupcake, nothing happened, I felt fine. So if you feel fine after eating that stuff, then you're like, well, it must be fine then, I'll keep eating it. The other thing is when other people see you eat it, then they're gonna keep giving it to you because there's like, you can't eat something like that and say, oh no, I don't eat that because they just saw you eat it. Um, so those are, the, those are the things that can really go wrong when you're adding new foods. And so I definitely, when you're, when you're first trying to, I would <laughs> encourage you to keep it private until you kind of know where you're at. Because like I said, once people see you eat it, they're like, okay, you're fine with that. Um, so that's kind of what I do. I'm more strict, like around my work, people I'm like way more like I don't I think plantain chips is like the most they've ever seen me eat outside of a CD um, so that is my rule quick rule of thumb about um, adding non SED foods if you have questions uh, or have more like you would want me to discuss about that topic please send me an email sherry s-h-e-r-r-y at scdforlife.com or ping me on Facebook or Instagram I'm happy to talk more about it because I think this is a big topic. Um, so that is my episode for today where I kind of give an intro about non-SED and where I went wrong and now where I've gone right. Keep it limited, keep it healthy. That was my thing. It's like no junk food. Do not. I do not have regular sugar. I do not have processed foods. That stuff is all staying the same. Pretty much no grains except for quinoa every once in a while and I've considered oats I just don't really feel the need or like for rice for me that's not a big deal to not have those things so uh, let me know your questions and be sure to subscribe and be sure to tune in for the next episode uh, if you want to find me it's happygutforlife.com scdforlife.com also uh, same website and uh, happy gut for life on Facebook Instagram and TikTok see you next time Thank you.